Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help validate and support those who are or have been in my shoes and to help spread awareness of what these kinds of relationships can look like. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the things that my abuser told me that I would never be able to do without them, that I'm doing just fine without them. Um, And I want to be able to share this with all of you because either you're going to relate to this and you're out as well as I am and you're like, oh my gosh, mine said that too and look at me now and what an incredible way to look back upon your healing or to help you if you're still in it and you're thinking that you can't do those things because when someone is constantly telling you that you can't do those things, you start to believe it and you start to become very helpless and very dependent on these people, which is really yucky and I don't want that for you and I know you don't want it either. Okay, before we dive in, let's do our struggles and successes for this week. Um, A struggle is that... um, I, this is going to be super off topic for what I usually talk about, but if you um, have followed me for more than 13 seconds, or if you listen to my podcast, you know that I'm a mama. Um, And I'm currently in the midst of trying to figure out what's best for my son and for myself in terms of his school situation and all of that stuff. And it's pretty hard and it can be really lonely um, when you don't have like a supportive person who wants the same thing for your kid as you, whether you're a single parent or you're co-parenting or parallel parenting, like a lot of you have abusive people who maybe they're bucking up against you because they know that you want them to go to that school or to be homeschooled or whatever. And that person's going to just try to do the opposite of what you're doing. That's not my case. Um, I am just kind of like the one who's making all the decisions and um, it can be really hard uh, to feel like like their whole entire future is on you. And if you make one wrong move, you're going to ruin their entire life. Like that is a struggle, right? Um, Obviously that's not the case. Um, There's like a multitude of, you know, find decisions. And there might be some decisions that don't work out and you can always, you know, change your mind later. But so that's a struggle and a success is that, um, as I said, I am a trauma recovery coach and I'm involved in a barter circle where I coach someone for free and they coach me. We have different coaches and clients. So I have a a coach and then I have another client and I had my second session with my coach today and he's a man, which is weird for me and difficult. And I was hesitant and I told him about right away because I was like, I don't trust a lot of dudes. Um, and that session was really good. We're just still talking about like my history and things like that. And it just felt really good to be able to talk about my family and, you know, whatever, even though it was just like surface stuff so that he knows who I am as we get the ball rolling on this, um, like six weeks of sessions that we're going to do. So Again, um, I think very brave um, if you are a survivor and you've had bad experiences with therapy or coaching or anything like that to be able to reach out and try to have um, healthy relationships with coaches and therapists and things like that. And again, here's a reminder, if you want to do those things that you can shop around and you don't have to settle for the first person who's available, um, I know it can be hard to find someone. Anyway, so I'm going to go through the list of things that I was told that I would never be able to do. One, be happy. And I am happy. I'm not super happy with 
the place that I live and my situation where I live, but just being able to have a calm, collected nervous system and know that I'm not being abused day in, day out. My son is safe, um, being able to travel again. Like, obviously I have a level of happiness that I just really didn't think that I would ever see again. Um, in fact, I hung out with some friends this weekend and I got up on stage and I sang Shoop by salt and Peppa um, at karaoke night with almost no alcohol in my system. I'd had like half a beer because I really don't drink very much anymore. Um, and that's like, that's Lindsay. That's the old Lindsay, but way cooler because the old Lindsay probably would have way more alcohol, you know, like I was just up there doing that. I was very happy. So, um, yeah, I can specifically remember a conversation where my abuser was like, you're just not going to be happy. You're not happy with me. You're not happy with anyone. You'll never be happy. Um, this is just who you are. You're just a miserable person. And if y'all follow me, obviously, you know, social media, we call it a highlight reel where everyone's only showing their happy times. I don't do that. I show y'all the times that I'm really happy and the fun things that I do. And I also talk about struggles and I'm talking about abuse. So obviously that's not happy all the time. Um, but I am happy and you can be too. I don't care what that person is telling you. Take care of the house. Um, I have decided that my child is small and I'm not going to obsess on the house being perfectly clean day in, day out. I'm going to have days where I get the house cleaned and I have someone who might help me. Like, you know, my son helps me sometimes. He'll do his own little chores and things like that. But that is less of a concern for me because I don't live with someone who's like, this house has to be spotless or everyone's going to be miserable. Um, but despite that, the house is taken care of. Everything that needs to be taken care of is taken care of. Um, and that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, I am not helpless. I don't need somebody to come home and make sure all the cupboards are closed. I have like really nasty ADHD and I don't take meds for it. So the cupboards are going to be open sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't feel guilty about it. Um, I do my best and my best is what I have to offer to myself, to the world. And that's it. I don't need someone telling me that it's not good enough or that I can never take care of myself without them. And it's okay if it's not perfect. Uh, take care of myself. Um, they were often like, they would make food for me and for my son. Um, and that was one of the ways that they would sort of drive home the point that like, I'm a spaz and can't keep myself alive and all that stuff. I keep myself alive. I make myself meals. I make meals for my son. I even share them with his dad. Um, not always, but if he's around, I'm making food for him too. Cause that's just how I roll. And you know what? Sometimes I might just be eating a freaking protein shake, but I'm taking care of myself in every way, shape or form better than I ever have before. I have hobbies. Um, I, my fitness is doing really well, um, working on the sleep, but it's better than it was when I was with them. Uh, I take vitamins. I have a skincare routine because I realized that I really need to do that a little bit too late. I'm 35 and just realized that my skin, um, could use some love. Um, all of that again, better than it was before. Is it perfect now? Sometimes I forget skincare. That's okay. That's okay. Um, find someone to have sex with who I enjoy having sex with. And now with my abuser, sex was a huge um, source of abuse. Um, and I have, I believe I have done an entire podcast episode about the ways that that can look. I have, go and check it out. Um, but a lot of the things, as you can see, we're on this pattern of like, you can't survive without me. None of this is gonna be okay without me. And one of the things was, you are not gonna find someone who has sex with you like I do. Or if you have sex with another woman, you won't like it. You're only gonna like the way that I do it. You're only gonna like the way that this goes with me. You will never find someone. Um, Y'all, I stay single, but I am a grown adult. And that is definitely not the truth, okay? And it's not the truth for you either. Plus, just so you know, that abuse, again, sorry, the sex again. And if you go and listen to um, the podcast episode, that's called 
is sex with an abuser really that good? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'll never find like the sex was so good because it's like super toxic, back and forth, up and down. You will find better sex. It might take 10 years. It might take five. It might take, I don't recommend doing it right away because then you're kind of just like trying to fill the void or whatever. But like, you know, you do you. Um, we're all adults here. Well, hopefully some of y'all might be young. So, um, but yeah, like don't listen to them. Don't stay with someone just because they're like, you won't find sex. And and my abuser was using my sexuality against me because I was newly out. Um, and all I knew was them and the way that they did things, the way they wanted things done, the way they told me this is how lesbians have sex, blah, blah, blah. And so now again, I've been free from them for like 15 months and I've come to find out that's just not the truth. Travel. Um, I remember just wanting to visit my family and they would say, well, how are you going to take care of your kid? And this loops into one of the next ones, but your mom's not going to help you. Who's going to help you without me? What are you going to do? You can't travel with him. And of course you can't travel by yourself because you have a kid. I travel by myself and I travel with my child. I do both. I love both. Both experiences are important. My son and I have been to Europe twice now. We're going again this summer. Um, it's not a problem. We have done very well with our traveling. We learned together. Um, one of my goals is to eventually inspire other single moms or even uh, do some trips without kids and host trips with people who are healing and maybe people who have never traveled or were told that they couldn't travel and to, to host trips with y'all and do those things together and empower you and show you that this can be done and hopefully make it, you know, affordable for as many people as possible. We'll see. Please um, stick with me on that one, but that's that would be a huge dream of mine. So what a cool way to to share and grow and, you know, empower myself and all of you. Also, I'm sorry that I'm talking really fast. I'm on a time crunch because I have to go pick up my son in a little bit. So bear with me. It's just, it's super fast. <laughs> I think on podcasts, you can slow it down and speed it up. I don't know if you can do that on YouTube work. So they were my childcare for a while. They're one of my sources of childcare. Um, I work nights, so I depended on them to be home by a certain time or my son's dad to be home by a certain time so that I could go to work and come home late. I needed someone to do his bedtime routine so that I could make that money. Um, and in fact, when I was leaving that situation and um, deciding that I needed to go for I knew I was going to be gone for three months because I was going to wait until my son's dad got back from Las Vegas because I was like, I'm not safe here. This is never going to end if I don't get away. And I will be much safer when he's around to make sure that no one's showing up trying to steal our kid. Um, and they were like, well, you won't be able to work. When you come back, you're going to need me. When you come back, we'll figure this out. I'll still take care of him. You know, he's, I've helped you raise him. Um, you won't be able to work without me. I've been working. I've been working since I came back in January of 2022. We are now February of 2023. I've been working. We figure it out, right? Take care of my own dog. I have had, I had many conversations with them saying, well, you know what's best. You need to leave the dog. The dog is mine. You're too overwhelmed. You have too much going on. You won't be able to take care of her. Does she have a mat in her fur right now? Yeah, she has a hair appointment on Friday. She, she doesn't shed, so she needs her haircut. Do I sometimes go two weeks beyond when she probably should have had a haircut? Absolutely. I also take care of my other dog that I had before I met them. They're both taken care of. They're spoiled. She sleeps with me. She goes on walks. She goes up to the mountain and plays in the snow with me and my son. We go to the beach. We do all the things. Sometimes she even flies with me to visit my family in Indiana. Like she's like so happy. And I almost literally almost didn't keep her because I thought this person was going to keep abusing me if I tried to keep her. And I really thought for a while that it wasn't best for her to come with me because my life was so chaotic. I'm going to find out. She probably would have been abandoned and she's so happy and good and healthy. I am taking care of my dogs, y'all. Take care of my own child. So this person 
again, you know, they come in, they see that you're struggling because you're a single mom and they're like, you know what, I'm going to make your life easier. I'm going to do all these things. You're going to get hooked on the amount of help that I give you. And then I'm going to pull it back. And this is like, this is part of like the, the cycle of abuse, like the love bombing and then crumbing and then gaslighting, all of it. It's all part of the package. And I'm going to um, remind you that you're incapable of taking care of your own child. And I believe that for a while. I really believe that I couldn't do it on my own and that, you know, I would get too overwhelmed. I mean, parenting is hard, whether you have someone who's supportive or not, it's hard. Um, it can be exhausting. By the end of the day, we're at our wit's end. Um, we're less patient, we're tired, all of that stuff, right? I was taking care of him by myself much of the time, from the time that he was born until he, till I met them when he was about 16 months old. And I have had long stretches of time where his dad's traveling. He doesn't see his dad for three months or I'm traveling. He doesn't see his dad for three months. I'm just fine. We're doing it again. We travel, we do big things. He's homeschooled right now. Is it perfect? No. Do I need someone else? No. Um, and that's one of the things that I did always think that I needed another person. Like that's how house, you know, households are. There's another person who's helping you, but like single moms exist, single parents exist just to make it inclusive of everybody. Um, and they figure it out. Um, in some ways, obviously, it's a lot harder. In some ways, it's easier because you don't have someone disagreeing with you and you don't have someone using the child to control you and all of that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I just had to remember that I was doing it before they came along and that I'm highly capable of doing a lot of those things. Is my whole entire life in order? Absolutely not. Is my room messy half the time? I, do I make my bed? No, because... We have priorities, right? My kid's alive and healthy and thriving. My dogs are alive and healthy. One of them's not thriving because she's like super old, but she's hanging in there. Um, am I successful in my career? Yes. Do we do fun things together? Yes. That's all good. Not making my bed and not remembering to close the cupboard door sometimes, that doesn't matter, right? So I really want you to think if you're if if you're already out, like I said, I want you to if you're listening to this, I want you to look back and see how far you've come and think of all the things that you have done or are doing that they told you you couldn't do. And if you're still in it, I want you to just hear what I'm saying and hear all the things that I was told that I could not do that I am doing. And I'm sure I'll think of more things, right? Because it's just, it's tearing you down. It's keeping you small. It's keeping you dependent on them. It's keeping you from leaving them because you're so afraid that that's the truth that what they're saying is true. And it's not, I promise you. Are you going to stumble before you can get up and run? Absolutely. Leaving is very hard. It can be dangerous. Please make a safety plan. I'm happy to help you do that. That's one of the things I do as a trauma recovery coach. Um, and you will struggle when you're breaking the trauma bond. It will hurt. It will suck, but you can do it. Um, and I will help you with that. Reach out to me if you need me. Um, but once you get past those barriers, those hurdles, you will be running and you will be thriving. I promise you. Um, on that note, I do have to get ready for the next thing that I have going on today. So really quickly. And again, I apologize that I was talking so fast. I really just wanted to get this in because I'm like, I just recorded sort of a TikTok version of this. And I was like, all right, let's do this for the next episode. Um, so again, I'm a trauma recovery coach. Um, I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if that's something you're interested in, please go to my website, thelindsaygoodman.com, scroll down to the coaching tab and book a 30 or 60 minute session with me. If you are queer and would like to join my monthly LGBTQ support group, Polishing Off the Rainbow, that I host with Trey De La Torre, who's also a survivor of abuse and queer relationship, 
Um, our next meeting is February 18th. Again, there will be one Saturday a month. Um, you can find that information on the links in both of our bios on our social media. Um, he is I was like yo underscore Trey. Um, definitely follow him if you don't. But those are the two things that I have going on. Um, if you're interested in either of those, I could use some extra help. If you like this podcast um, or YouTube, if you're on YouTube, please rate, review, subscribe. I really want to get this into the ears of the people who need this the most. And your help definitely makes that possible. Um, so yeah, please do that. I really appreciate it so much. I read all of your reviews if you leave them. Um, and I'm just very thankful for that. So thank you for being here. Take care of yourselves, drink some water, and I will be back next week with more.